Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the All of You Whole podcast, hosted by me, Caroline Fossil, entrepreneur, wellness expert, author, and speaker. My goal is to help you build a healthy, connected, and intentional life that fulfills your greatest purpose. Go ahead and hit that pause button and then the plus button to subscribe to this show so you get more impactful content each and every week. We would also love it if you would leave a five-star rating and review. This helps people you and I don't even know find the show. And lastly, please share an episode you love with whoever you can. Sharing is caring, and that's how we continue to grow. And as always, I am forever grateful for your support. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the All of You Whole podcast. I am so excited about our topic today, which is hilarious because I feel like 10 years ago, I didn't even know about this. And I have become so passionate about indoor air quality. (laughs) I know, I'm a dork. But... Air quality inside our homes is so important because especially post-COVID, we are in our homes a lot of the time, and unfortunately, air quality inside of our homes can be even worse than outside of our homes. And so it is so important to be able to improve our indoor air quality for our own health and our family's health. So we're going to be talking about how we can really detoxify our home And we're going to talk through ways to improve our indoor air quality, and there's a lot of them. It's also really important to understand, why does this matter? Is this just another toxic thing, and it actually doesn't have any impact on our lives? No, it actually really does impact our lives and our health. And so we will talk also about why this even matters. So let's dive in. When I was a kiddo, I remember having the belief that if something was in the United States, it was regulated to keep us safe. I just remember thinking the air I breathe is safe, whether that's like in the city, out by our lake, whatever it is, the air is safe, the water is safe, the food we're eating is safe and good for us. And unfortunately, that is just not the case. That is not the case. The amount of chemicals that are in our home is nearly uncountable. There's so many thousands of chemicals in our home that either come into contact with our skin or that we breathe in every single day. And so I personally feel responsible for ensuring that I'm really lessening the toxic burden that's on my family. And one of the ways I do that is by detoxifying my home and also improving indoor air quality, and those two things go hand in hand. So when it comes to toxic substances, there are three different ways to be exposed to them. You can either inhale them, which is clearly breathing them in, absorption, which is skin contact, things that are on your skin or eye contact, and ingestion, so that's eating and drinking. We're focusing today on the inhaling, about indoor air quality. And the crazy thing is, your terrible indoor air quality can be wreaking havoc on your health. And comparative risk studies performed by EPA's Science Advisory Board, the SAB, have consistently ranked indoor air pollution among the top five environmental risks to public health. So that's pretty crazy. This is a pretty high risk, and that's why it's really important that we talk about this today and that you understand this risk to your health, because there was definitely a point in my life where I had no idea that indoor air quality could be bad. So what's interesting is I feel like when we think about 
pollution being so terrible. We think about really populated and overpopulated major cities. So outdoor air pollution is so bad in places like Mexico City. And there are even cities across the globe, including Mexico City, where your driving is restricted based on different things because if they have less cars on the road, they can decrease the pollution because it is that mind-blowingly bad. And that's crazy to me. And so given how polluted outdoor air is, It's crazy to me that indoor air can even be worse than that. And EPA studies of human exposure to air pollutants indicate that indoor levels of pollutants may be two to five times and occasionally more than 100 times higher than outdoor levels. These levels of indoor air pollutants are of particular concern because most people spend about 90% of their time indoors, and that's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) But we think of outdoor air pollution being so bad, and indoor air pollution can be more than 100 times higher than outdoor levels. So why in the world would indoor air be so bad, right? So there's tons of things that factor into indoor air quality, and I think the biggest culprit of indoor air pollution comes down to the products that we're bringing into our home. So a lot of the products that we use have ingredients and chemicals that leach into the air and then they negatively impact both indoor air quality and our health. So things like household cleaners, candles, cooking pots and pans, paints, and even things that you might not have thought of like mattresses and furniture. Okay, so we get it, right? Indoor air quality is no bueno. (laughs) But why does this even matter, right? Why is it important that we focus on this and that we try to improve our air quality? We breathe a lot, right? It's one of those things that you might not necessarily be always thinking about, but we take more than 20,000 breaths in a single day. And then that number is so much higher for babies and kiddos. And when we breathe something in, it goes into our lungs, and then that is how chemicals end up in our bloodstream. And considering that blood goes through our entire body, these chemicals can do some serious and widespread damage. So I'm going to read off the unfortunate short and long-term effects that bad indoor air quality can have on your health. There are some acute things like irritation of the eyes, nose, and throat, headaches, dizziness, and fatigue. It can cause coughing and allergic reactions. Some other symptoms of bad indoor air quality include shortness of breath, sinus congestion, sneezing, nausea, irritation of skin, and then long-term effects of exposure to indoor pollutants are pretty staggering and can include some respiratory diseases, endocrine disruption, which can lead to infertility, heart disease, and even cancer. So I know that some of the first things I said, like irritating your eyes, nose, and throat, okay, maybe not the worst thing that's ever happened to you, but the last long-term effects are pretty serious, and I feel like this needs to be addressed. One thing that I always come back to, no matter what we are talking about, is bio-individuality. And you might be thinking, I've never had any of those symptoms. I've never noticed my air quality being bad. How bad can it really be? 
Is this really affecting me? One thing to consider is that bad indoor air quality is going to affect everybody completely differently. Not only that, but each individual ingredient and each individual pollutant is going to affect every single person completely differently. My mom, for example, is extremely sensitive to smells. Never stopped into a Bath and Body Works in middle school with my mom. I would go with other moms and other friends because she was so sensitive to those smells, right? And they could even trigger migraines in her while other people can work there just fine and be there and not realize, not consciously realize the effects that the fragrances are doing to them. But it is important to note that even if you don't have this conscious reaction to toxins, that also doesn't mean it's not doing harm to your body. You might just be less aware of the harm that it's doing to your body. So how you're affected by toxic substances can depend on how much of a toxin you're exposed to, the type of chemical you're exposed to, when and how long you're exposed to this chemical, and then your age and generally how healthy you are otherwise. So oftentimes children, seniors, people who are pregnant, and indigenous peoples are more sensitive to toxic exposures. And then additionally, the method of exposure can change how you're affected. So consider if you were to ingest a substance, that might affect you very differently than if it were to be on your skin or if you were to inhale it. All of those things can have an impact on how you're affected by chemicals. So I feel like one of the most important things to talk about when we're talking about detoxifying your home, so not your body necessarily, but the things that are inside your home, is household cleaning products. So growing up in the 90s, we had a houseboat, and I remember cleaning the houseboat, and I remember having the belief that if you didn't smell a cleaner, it wasn't doing a good job. If you couldn't smell bleach, or you couldn't smell the 409 that had this really intense chemical smell, that things weren't getting clean. When we switched to a natural lifestyle and we swapped our cleaning products, it took some getting used to actually feel like these cleaning products were working just because that's just not the mindset that I grew up with. And so now we have switched most of our cleaning products to a company called Branch Basics. Freaking love Branch Basics. You've seen me use their products on Instagram One thing I love about them is that it's a cleaner concentrate that is completely clean and toxic free. I get the glass bottles and it shows you how much water to put in. So I put in water from my Berkey filtered water and then how much soap to put in. And so this concentrate can be used for a bathroom cleaner, which has the highest level of soap, an all-purpose cleaner, which is in the middle, and then a glass cleaner that has one drop of soap. It's mostly water. And so I feel like we can use either the concentrate or those three cleaners for pretty much everything in our entire house. So one thing that's great about that is you are really, really, number one, saving a ton of money because the amount of bottles that this cleaner makes, it's a lot. I'm trying to think of how often I replace my concentrate, maybe once a year. It really is a fabulous product and it's going to remove so many of the specialty products that you might be using that have lots and lots of chemicals in them and now you're going to have a easy chemical-free solution. I will put my coupon code and the link for Branch Basics in the show notes. 
Next, as we are talking about household products, I want to talk about the things that I entirely avoid. So these are entire product categories that I refuse to use because they're so toxic. The first and probably most important and most toxic thing that I avoid is fabric softener and fabric softener sheets. They contain so many things and so many fragrances and ingredients that can actually accumulate in the body. And I just avoid them altogether. Instead of fabric softener and fabric sheets, I use wool dryer balls. You can get them, just Google them right on up and you can get them anywhere. And instead of fragrance, which can be thousands of chemicals hiding in that one word, I just use a few drops of essential oils on each ball for a really lovely scent. And one trick that I learned is that you can even pin on a safety pin to your wool dryer ball. And then that helps release static, which I think is super cool because that's one thing that fabric softener sheets do. And that's one reason people like them. And so if that's a quality that you like in your fabric softener sheets, try that tip. Another thing that's pretty rough that I don't use at all is air fresheners. Just like I was saying a second ago, fragrance is one of the most elusive ingredients. It can actually be thousands of chemicals. Companies aren't required to report that on the label. So I do not use air fresheners in the car, in my home. I totally skip them and I swap them for an essential oil diffuser instead. I also love making what I call a room spray. And so I'll put water and essential oils in a spray bottle and then I'll go and spray, especially when I'm having people over. I just feel like it's such a fun thing to have a scent. So I will spray like the curtains and the sofas and the upholstered chairs and stuff like that. And it really holds on to the smell. And it's just a great way to detox the room and have a really lovely smell without toxins. Drain cleaners are pretty rough as well. So instead of using a drain cleaner, I personally either use a snake, which is like what a plumber would use if they come to your home, and or I will use a fizzy bath bomb for my drain. So it's like the bath bombs that you use for your bath, but for your drain. Equal parts baking soda and vinegar, and then lemon essential oil is a great degreaser. Like it is, it works as well as like a goo gone. And so I will put a bunch of lemon down the sink, and that helps break down some of the grease that could have been built up in your sink. And so that's one way you can kiss drain cleaners goodbye. Candles are one of the biggest contributors to indoor air pollution. So most candles are made from paraffin wax, which is made from petroleum, (laughs) like everything else is petroleum. And so it releases black soot when it's burned, and black soot is not good for you. It exacerbates respiratory illness and disease. And then candles fragrance, just like all the other fragrance we've been talking about, can have volatile organic compounds, which you might have heard of as VOCs, formaldehyde, all kinds of things that you do not want in your home because there are like eight different ingredients in candles that are known carcinogens. 
So just like I was saying with the fragrance and the air fresheners, my preference in my safer alternative is an essential oil diffuser. I blend oils together. It's like one of my favorite things to do. If you're really excited about the vibe of a candle, you can still use candles, but be sure to switch to a pure beeswax candle. Or you can use soy or palm oil candles. And then you do just have to check about the fragrance. So make sure that you're only using natural fragrances. Okay, I wanna provide you some quick tips for how do you decide what products to bring into your home. And here are some basic rules that I use for just choosing safe and effective cleaning products and honestly, anything I'm bringing into my home. So number one, this is most important. Don't buy anything that doesn't clearly list ingredients. And point number two is similar. If the product isn't overtly claiming to be made with clean, safe ingredients, it's a sign that it's not a clean, safe product. Because honestly, all the companies I work with, the companies are going above and beyond. They're taking these painstaking efforts to make a safe product. It is going to be all over that product. That is the point. That's why they're doing this. They're going to be shouting that message from the rooftops. So if it's not overtly clean and safe and non-toxic, it likely isn't. So another thing that I do is I look at the warnings. So this isn't a tried and true thing to do. It doesn't always mean this is a terrible product, but I try to really examine when things say keep out of reach of children or if it has all of these instructions for what to do if it gets ingested, gets in the eyes, is harmful to skin or body. If it's going to be harmful in that way, it's also going to be harmful in my home and for my family. The caveat here is that sometimes it's more of a liability thing. Essential oils aren't great if they get into your eyes, right? Like some things can be burning or give you certain sensations, stuff like that. So warnings aren't always a tried and true way to go, but if it is overtly like call poison control, that's a sign that's not a product you want in your home. One thing that I really prioritize is the EWG Verified logo. I love the Environmental Working Group. They have worked with companies to get this EWG Verified logo. This means that not only is their product safer than a one on their ratings, which a one is as safe as you can go, but the product has also been personally examined by their team and it meets their strictest standards for transparency and health. So I've talked with companies who are EWG verified or have products that are, and it's above and beyond even looking at the product. It's also getting company files, talking to the companies, and really figuring out that this is a wonderful company who is functioning with transparency in mind and has your health really at the forefront of the product. And so I will either try to search out products that are EWG verified at the store or go online to their database and try to find products that way. One really great tip is to make your own products. So I have so many recipes that I use for my own products. I have an all-purpose cleaner, laundry detergent, dishwasher detergent, dish soap, all these things, right? I've just learned over the years how to make my own, and honestly, it is infinitely cheaper, and I have a lot of fun doing that too. 
Get your air ducts cleaned regularly. Dust holds on to toxins. So one thing that you can do is dust your home really well. We're going to talk about air filters in a second. So be sure because it gets in the air, be sure you have an air filter, but dust regularly and also get your air ducts cleaned regularly because dust settles in your air ducts and then it's moving and circulating from room to room, which is not what you want. Your air ducts can also contain allergens, microorganisms, including pet dander, bacteria, pollen, mildew, mold spores, and even more than that. So get them professionally cleaned regularly. I think the easiest, cheapest tip for improving your indoor air quality is opening your windows. It might sound crazy, but as we talked about, oftentimes your outdoor air quality is fresh air and it's even cleaner than indoors. So my only tip here, be sure that you check the outdoor air quality because here in Denver, there are occasional times where there is a wildfire in California, Oregon, or Canada, and those fumes are coming down to us and our air quality can be terrible. So just be sure when you're opening your windows, be sure that the air quality outside actually is really good and then open your windows. We love doing this in the spring and summer and fall, basically anytime it's not way too freezing. We will open our windows in the mornings, especially in the summer, get that cold air in and we love it. I know we're lucky here and the low temperature at night is like 40. I know that's not always the case, but if it's a temperature that works for you, open your windows. Okay, I have a few more tips for you. Use your fans. So cooking is actually the biggest source of indoor air pollution because a lot of people have these gas stoves, which are not ideal. Chaz is actually hoping that we replace our gas stove, which I love cooking with gas, but he wants to replace them. But in the meantime, use your downdraft fans while you're cooking. We have an Air Doctor Pro, which we're about to talk about, and that thing goes crazy when I cook. And cooking just puts so many chemicals in the air, especially if you're using toxic pans. So please, please, please be sure to use non-toxic cookware because it just exacerbates the problem if you're also using non-stick cookware like Teflon. It's not good for your body to eat from Teflon. It's also not good for your air pollution. So for non-toxic pan options, my favorite options are a Lodge cast iron skillet. We have three. <laughs> they also make enameled cookware. So think of like a La Crusette. You can also get that from Lodge. It's like the cast iron, but it has enamel over it or you can get stainless steel pans. So I feel like those are the best options for non-toxic pans. Definitely throw out your Teflon. And then you can also put plants in your home that improve your indoor air quality, which I love plants so much. I have eight plants on my main floor, and then I have a huge, I probably have 200 square feet of garden space. So I love plants, and I love that they actually can be helpful for us. So NASA had a study called the Clean Air Study that found that indoor plants can actually remove VOCs from their environments. And so these plants were things like lady palm, parlor palm, and peace lily, and they removed toxins such as benzene, formaldehyde, and ammonia, all really important to get out of the air. 
Those are some of my best tips for improving your indoor air quality, but by far the best thing that I think you can do to really know that you have powerful purification for every room in your home is to get an air doctor from Ideal Living. We have the Air Doctor 3000. Now the updated version is called the Air Doctor 3500. It is the classic Defender. We have this, it's like, we have a very open floor plan. So it's on our main floor, close to the kitchen. And here's the thing about Air Doctor Pros. I think they are the best in the industry. They have an ultra HEPA filter, which filters more than a HEPA filter. It actually filters over a hundred times smaller particles than the HEPA standard. And it's getting everything out of this air, guys. It's really great. It has a dual action filter. I absolutely love the auto mode because what happens is it's cleaning the air. Its button is on blue. Air is really bad. Like I was just saying, if I'm cooking, it goes to red sometimes. And red means like this air quality is bad and we really need to filter. So it kicks up the speed and filters the air more quickly and then goes back to blue when it's ready. There's also a yellow mode. So it'll go to red when it's bad, down to yellow, then back to blue. The whole entire filter is a sealed system. There's an alert when you need to change the filter. And honestly, it's so quiet. I've never, ever had someone notice it. So I think on top of doing those tips, an air doctor is the way to go to be sure you have very clean air for your family. One air doctor is better than no air doctor. If you want to go all out and get them for different rooms in your home, more power to you. I am going to put my link for the Air Doctor in the show notes and it saves you so much. Just check out the link and use my code because they run sales honestly all the time. So you can get a really great deal using my link and code will be the best deal you can find on the internet. And I hope that you love having your air doctor. Honestly, it gives me so much peace of mind having that in our home. So I hope you loved this podcast episode all about indoor air quality, how you can detox your home and ensure that you have the best air in your home that will not lead to disease development and will keep you healthy for years to come. Thank you so much for listening. Check out the show notes for all of those links and I will see you next week.